السلام عليكم ورحمة الله إن الحمد لله رب العالمين وكفى والصلاة والسلام على رسول الكريم المصطفى وعلى آله وأصحابه ومن تبعه لا هدانا لا إلا أن هدانا الله This podcast episode is about exploring the dimensions of being called to evil and how a person must and or should and or could deal with the challenges of being called to evil. Being called to evil is something which both the jinn, the fire beings that Allah created prior to humanity, as well as humanity itself, will always have to deal with because of the waswas, the influence, the deception of a shaitan, Satan. And ever since a shaitan had given his promise to Allah that he will lead humanity astray, humanity has always had to be challenged with facing and confronting evil and attempting to deflect evil. This is how and why Allah, via his eternal mercy, has distributed a tanzil, revelation, and commissioned NBI prophetic individuals, peace be upon them altogether, to disseminate revelation to mankind and the jinn to guide us towards the obedience of Allah and to drive us away from the deception of us shaitan. However, many of us, for various reasons, we make the choices to freestyle life and we allow ourselves to succumb to the influences of evil. And all of us are guilty of this and we ask Allah to make us stronger and we ask Allah to empower us, to strengthen us and to give us tools and most of all courage to deflect evil and to race towards good, to remove us from negativity and to push us towards positivity. The reason how and why I am mentioning this is because via the 21st century CE, within the 21st century CE, we have been faced with tools of evil, tools that call people to evil that humanity has never seen before. And many caveats, many venues, social media being the pinnacle, the apex of these tools, of these venues. These are very strong tools that are used by us shaitan, obviously, and then vicariously through mankind to lead mankind towards negativity, towards evil. And those of us who don't want to be sucked into the web of negativity, of evil, it's very challenging for us to have the courage and to be empowered and to empower others and to encourage others to stray away from evil and to propel ourselves towards good. Through my experience in counseling, therapy, chaplaincy, what have you, I've heard many stories. I've endured the narratives of many people who have allowed themselves to succumb to certain types of negativity, certain types of evil. And obviously me being a human being, obviously I myself have 
those shared experiences, those same challenges. And to be honest, to be frank with you, it's not easy always, if at all, to deal with those respective challenges of people calling you to negativity, calling you to evil, especially if slash when those things, meaning those negative things, those evil things are things which you either enjoy doing still in spite of the fact that you may or may not be doing them or the fact that you used to do those things, yet you still miss those things. You still miss doing those things. And so in that regard, it's very challenging to maintain some type of uh, a siyam or a zuhud, discipline, self-restraint. It's difficult for many of us, for most of us, it's difficult, it's challenging to maintain that discipline, that control over ourselves and to deflect and repel negativity and evil. It's not an easy thing. It's a necessary thing, but it's not easy. And each of us within ourselves, introspectively, we have to decide, we have to decide for ourselves what we're going to tolerate, what we're going to accept, whether we're going to allow ourselves to succumb to negativity or whether we're going to chase and race towards positivity. I'll mention a personal story um, myself. There was one time where even a Muslim had called me to, they invited me to do a particular act of evil. And I was shocked when this person had invited me to this type of evil. Because to be quite honest, no one had ever invited me to do this type of negativity, this type of evil before. And to be honest, is rather is is actually rather embarrassing to um, to detail what this particular sin is or was. And I mean, that's not even the point of the story. The point of the story is that I was legitimately spellbound. I was legitimately shocked. I was legitimately embarrassed and ashamed that the person had the audacity to even invite me to this type of negativity, to this type of evil. And obviously I'm sinful, just like anyone and everyone else. I'm imperfect. I'm flawed, just like anyone and everyone else. At the same time, there are certain things that I refuse to tolerate and accept from myself. There's certain things that I refuse to do. There's certain things that I refuse to allow myself to entertain. This particular negativity, this particular evil was definitely one of those things that I personally refuse to allow myself to entertain. So this person was very adamant pertaining to them inviting me to this type of negativity, this type of evil. And there was a strong sense of uncomfortability within myself pertaining to dealing with this issue, confronting this issue. And I had two choices to either condemn this person or shun this person or be judgmental or to try to journey with this person to see what headspace that they're in, what mindset that they're in, where are they spiritually or psycho-emotionally. Fortunately, by Allah's mercy, he empowered me to 
take the latter route, the, the latter route, the latter approach. So I began to journey with this person and I began to explore with them where they were spiritually, psycho-emotionally, their headspace, their mindset, their mentality. And I ended up finding a, a lot of interestingly sad things, a lot of a lot of peculiar things, a lot of red flags. Um, I ended up identifying and assessing this person's lack of self-esteem, this person's lack of self-confidence, this person's lack of faith, this person's lack of trust in the hope and mercy of Allah. So many things that had I not taken the risk to journey with this person, I may have never found these things out. And in spite of the fact that the person got frustrated with me and decided to cut me off as a result of me not entertaining their evil, I'm still confident that I did the right thing as opposed to just outright condemning the person. I didn't want to do that because number one, as I tell people all the time, it's easy to judge people when our sins are in public knowledge. So in spite of the fact that I'm not on the sinful type of time that that particular person is on, that doesn't make me any less sinless than that person. I'm still sinful in my own regard, just like we all are. So I don't have a justification to judge that person as though I'm sinless. I don't have a justification to be judgmental because I'm not a law, right? So as I mentioned in the last podcast episode, There's the four C's of judgment. There's critique, criticism, correction, condemnation. And if slash when any of us impose the four C's of judgment upon ourselves, just as we do others, this is judgment. Because at that moment, we recognize and accept the reality that we're just as imperfect as anyone or anything that Allah has ever allowed to exist. However, if we only impose the four C's of judgment upon others and not ourselves, then at that moment, we become judgmental because at that moment, we think, feel that we're perfect. And in all truthfulness and all honesty, only Allah has the justification, the entitlement to be judgmental because only Allah is perfect, meaning only Allah is sinless and flawless. This is how and why one of the names of Allah is Al-Muhsin, the perfect, as well as Al-Hakam, the justifiably judgmental. So with that being said, and keeping that as a standard, obviously, for obvious reasons, being a kaun, being a being, being a makhluk, being a created thing, I don't have the justification or the entitlement to be judgmental against that person who called me towards negativity, towards evil. Because inherently, I'm just as sinful as that person. At the same time, I didn't want to leave that person in that state without at least trying to empower that person to lean them towards some type of positivity, right? Unfortunately, it backfired. The person was not responsive to my goodwill. The person was not responsive to me trying to empower the person to do positivity. Nevertheless, I still did the right thing as opposed to just condemning the person. I tried to help the person. And again, in spite of the fact that it backfired, by Allah's mercy, I still did the right thing. 
And I am hopeful that Allah will reward me for trying to help the person as opposed to trying to condemn the person. And I'm hopeful that Allah will reward me for not allowing myself to succumb to the evil that I was called to. And I'm hopeful that Allah will reward all of us who resist the negativity that we are called to and the deception that we are called to.